Going through a divorce is daunting and can make you feel financially vulnerable. Ampla Finance can help. Unlike other loans, there's no need for any ongoing monthly repayments. You're only charged loan interest on the amount of money used to pay your solicitor's fees as your case progresses, and the easy-to-use online tool keeps you in full control throughout the process. Your loan is normally repaid in full when you reach settlement, so between now and then, you have peace of mind that the cost of your divorce won't impact your day-to-day -day needs. Ampla Finance puts you at the heart of everything they do and can help you to make the fresh start you're looking for. To find out more, click the link in the podcast description or visit www.amplifinance.com. Hello and welcome to the Smart Divorce Podcast. I'm Tamsin Kane and I will be your host. In Series 3, we will be speaking to a number of experts and professionals in the divorce arena and answering the questions that we get asked most often. If you've got a question and you don't think we've answered it yet, please do get in touch. You can email me at tamsin at smartdivorce.co.uk. Now over to our guests. Hi, and today I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by the wonderful Susan Lee. Uh, Susan is a counsellor hypnotherapist and does some fabulous, amazing work with um, both with couples and with individuals who have split up. Susan, how are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. Excellent. Lovely to see you. Um, so we're going to talk today about the fear of failure and that that snowball effect that hits you when you um, end a relationship and you just feel like you ought to have been able to do better. So do you want to give us some initial thoughts on that? Well, I think, I think it depends on how the relationship has come to an end because sometimes people get hit between the eyes with that partner telling them the relationship is over and they maybe had no idea of it at all. So that in itself can be very failure inducing. We feel, my goodness me, why did I not spot it? What have I not noticed? What's going on here? And also there's also the impact it has on one's social uh, setup. You know, the friends, the people that we're mixed with, the parents of the kids that our friends are with, you know, um, the whole setup of of what people's expectations were, what people were thinking, what we think we should be as a success. We may look at all our friends and think, how the heck have they managed? Their relationship looked dodgy and yet they're still together. So there can be a lot of narrative going on in different areas of our lives and that impacts on us, our confidence, our self-esteem, our feelings of worth. All those things combine together to make us feel pretty ropey, really, at a time when we're needing to be quite strong to deal with things that are going on in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember feeling it ought to be really straightforward to be able to do this. It doesn't feel like it's that complicated. And yeah, and it wasn't something that was put upon me, but I felt, really felt like, particularly when I got that piece of paper through the post, oh, I've really, I've really failed at this and it really ought to have been much more straightforward. Yeah, and I think when people just get a piece of paper through the post, whenever it is, and they just see this thing that might be a blimmin' duplicated 
blanket sheet, you know, and you're looking at it and thinking, good God, is this all five, 10, 15 years worth? But it's the it's 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 perspective. I think when we're looking at things like that, we have to say, okay, I could have hung on in there, perhaps I could have persevered more, maybe. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. I have to move on with this and treat this as a phase of my life because Seriously, as we get in our mid to late 20s or 30s or whatever it might be, we have experienced failure lots of times. And failure is about resilience. It's about coming through the other side. You've not passed every exam you took. You fell off your bike lots of times when you were learning to ride or or whatever it might be. There's many, many a time when people have said, you're not good enough in this job or this exam or this application for whatever it might be doesn't always work out. And so we have to learn to become a bit more resilient, become a bit more pragmatic and say, yes, okay, life is often about a series of stepping stones. And even if you use the example of redundancy, the number of people I know who lost a job, left a job and three, four months or even years later say it's the best thing that ever happened to me because it pushed me into a new phase of of my life. And sometimes we have to look at the ending of a relationship in the same way, even if there are children who need supporting, even if there are complicated business or financial arrangements need dealing with, it's it's a stepping stone and we have to try and get our head around that no matter how battered and bruised we might be feeling at the time. Yeah, no, I think I think you're absolutely right on that. I think that's that's really good advice. For for somebody who's just kind of feeling it that they they really can't see the wood for the trees with it, that they, they're, you know, really down. What what would you suggest? Do you have any any tips or, or suggestions? I think it's small steps. I, I, I think everything at a time like this is about small steps, being gentle with yourself. So know that there's going to be days when you feel grim. You may not even want to get out of bed. There's going to be days when you don't feel like doing anything at all. There may well be days where you just cry and curl up, but try perhaps to think about having maybe a list of things that you tick one off a day or you say, I'm going to at least make a phone call to get that particular part of my arrangements in process. I'm going to start sharing with my friends. I'm going to disclose a little bit of how I feel, because in truth, once you do that, it's amazing how many other people will empathize, share, may have good ideas that they can give you, support that they can give, or maybe just simply listen and say nothing and and eventually put their arm around your shoulder. And you may have good friends who say, shut up sometimes. And that can be good to hear too, because we don't want every time we meet our friends to be going, oh gosh, you know, and today's misery is this. Sometimes it's good to have friends who love you, who you trust, who look at you and say, stop it. Let's have another conversation. Let's talk about something else. And that can be, yeah, okay, you're absolutely right. I need to I need to breathe and move on a little bit. And that in itself can be good. So stepping stones are about taking a step at a time or maybe even just standing up so that you're ready to take that step. And that can be a useful discipline with yourself that at least as you start to achieve little things, you can start to say, you know what, I'm actually moving. I'm actually moving in the right direction. This is good. This feels good. Allow me to appreciate what I am achieving in the midst of all of this. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think sometimes it is just, you know, some days it can even be, well, I had a shower today. Tick. (laughs) I managed to get dressed today. Tick. You know, even those small steps some days, it, it 
can be a big deal and and beat yourself up less and and give yourself a pat on the back more maybe now I know yeah in the introduction I I mentioned that you work with um with lots of people who are in this sort of um in this sort of stage in their lives how how do you help with um people people who are in this position well I start with where are you what's going on how are you feeling so it may be that they were the catalyst for a breakup they may have said I've gone on long enough I haven't felt respected or valued or validated it's not been working for me or they may be absolutely traumatized at somebody walking away from them so I I look at the situation that they personally are in and then we can deal with all sorts of things the stress the impact it's perhaps having on their mental health their physical health they may not be eating they may be eating too much they may not be sleeping properly they may be sleeping too much there can be all sorts of different things where they also are having to face a lot of change in their lives they've possibly lost their home most people do when they break up they they may have had to move out and move on and we talk about what their options are so when I'm working with people there are practical elements to the work that we do even though it's therapy in itself that therapy can sometimes be providing an arena where somebody can talk through their options in a neutral environment. I have no axe to grind whether somebody leaves the area, moves away. Their friends might not want them to. Their family might not want them to. So sometimes having somebody who has no vested interest in the outcome can be a really positive step to take. Also, often as a relationship ends, people have taken quite a battering. So over time, it may be that they have gradually lost their confidence, their partner, uh, and there might be niggling and rowing and undercurrents and criticism that's been going on for a long time that gradually seeps into our confidence and our self-esteem. And so I can work with that with people and often do and say, okay, getting a new job or sorting out your money or sorting out your home and where you're going to live. Let's talk about what you can give yourself permission to do. It might be just a small part-time job initially, getting somebody's used to going out to work again. And and the the, the challenge of walking through a new door and learning new skills can be quite a major thing if you've not done it for a while. Moving home and starting afresh initially, it might be a better idea to rent and share with friends or family just for a while till you're sure what you really, really want to do. And that, again, can take a bit of confidence, becoming assertive enough to think it through what you want to do, but also verbalise it and say to people, this is what I really feel I need to do right now. And standing up for yourself, that can be quite a challenge too. So there are little parts to this that we might not even be thinking about, but all these combine together to help somebody become more confident, start again, believe in themselves and feel positive enough to to be clear about what they actually want, to give themselves enough time to decide what the right next step for them is. Yeah, I think it's really interesting that it it seems a fairly obvious thing that we're talking about in just one small area, but actually it can impact every area of your life, can't it? And, and can make a huge difference mm-hmm. to, to the rest of it, how you deal with this bit. Absolutely, for sure. And again, often in relationships, we have designated jobs. You often find, even though it might be gender specific, you often find that uh, women perhaps are doing more of the house related stuff. It's it's not always the case, but it often is. And the the bloke in the partnership or, or the other person might well be doing 
their own set of jobs. And sometimes when we become a single person again, we have to learn to cover all the ground and know exactly each step and each port. You know, sometimes people don't know how to use simple things like a washing machine, for example, or pay a bill or sort out their car repairs or whatever it might be. And, and simple things like that can seem like a mountain. Yeah. in the early stages of, of, of starting out again because we've never done it before and on top of all of that gosh I've got this to do I can't even do this and that again can compound that feeling of, be, of being a failure being useless my goodness me how can I get through this at a time when we're vulnerable we're having to master all these new skills that are trivial and everybody else can do them why can't I and so Again, it's being gentle with yourself, asking for a little bit of help where you need it, allowing people to help you a little bit and, and, and sharing how you're feeling and linking in with others and moving forward that way. Again, a step at a time. And that's brilliant advice. Thank you so much for joining me today, Susan. That was fantastic. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, please do think about writing us a review or giving us a lovely five-star rating on iTunes if that's where you're listening. I hope you'll join us again next time.